Happy 2024, Landon. I love it. New year, here we go. New year, here we go. What we're going to do today is we are going to go through uh, a recap of the 2023 predictions that we put out. There's actually four of those. Let's see how those did. We're going to make our big 2024 predictions and then get into immediate, what I think of as the immediate opportunity, and that's going to be next earning season and how we're going to approach that. So that's the one, two, three of today. Let's get going with, let's go through these 2023 predictions that we put out actually in November of 2022. Landon, take us through what you saw on these, on the first one. Yeah, I think the biggest, we could start with the biggest one. Let's not, let's not mess around here. Coinbase yeah. was one that I think Megan said she thought it might triple in 2023 and it did extremely well. We when we were talking about it it was around what $45 something like that. Yeah. It closed the year at over $170. So it was up 280 something percent. Very strong. And everyone always talks about Coinbase is going to go with Bitcoin and Bitcoin went up but it didn't triple or didn't didn't quadruple. Really interesting how well Coinbase performed. Yeah, it was really it was a, lot, a lot along the lines of what we predicted in November of 2023, which was that Coinbase's status as a regulated U.S. entity put a moat around that company as the market leader and kind of the one that everybody's going to trust. FTX had just collapsed last year, I think, as we were talking, and there's concerns all around the place, all around the crypto space, but I think it really emerged. Coinbase is the market leader. And if you believe in crypto, then Coinbase is the winner. That's all there is to it. And I think when we get into our 2024 predictions, we'll be talking about this one again. I agree for sure. It's interesting that they can leverage so much on cryptocurrency that they can outperform the main asset. Yeah, They're the one, they're the player. So the next one that we looked at it was HIMS, HIMS and HERS, tickers HIMS. They started as just HIMS. They added HERS, just Gillette in the 1940s or whatever. When they were, You got to get the women market as well. That one we talked about, it was just over six bucks. It was like 625, 630, something like that. It closed out the year just under $9. Nice run on it. And it actually got higher than that in the middle of the year. But what we're seeing there is just a dominant business model because you, you've got a, you've got, Lots of products that people want slash need, but they don't really want to go to the doctor and say, hey, I need this, I need that. You can go online, you can get your prescription and your medicine or whatever treatment mailed to you discreetly. And they've just done a really good job at acquiring, keeping customers. Yeah, played out like we thought. Didn't triple, wasn't as big as Coinbase, but uh, a really nice return on that one. And then the third was Pinterest. At the time, we said this company was showing signs of renewed momentum when we looked at folio data, along with new leadership, new monetization strategies that they were implementing. We saw this as a winner for 2023. I think, how did that one turn out? About almost a 50% gain from when we talked about it in November of 22. To the end of 2023, $25 to $37 essentially per share. Uh, and I think this one is so dependent on ad revenue that when, once 
that ad revenue starts coming back, those marketing dollars from the big brands start to expand again. I think Pinterest is, it's one that we liked uh, a little over a year ago and we like it now for the same reasons. This is a company that just really knows how to serve ads in a way that their users don't mind or even appreciate and enjoy. I think like the first company really to do that. I mean, yeah. for so long ads were, you have to do this in order to get to the content that you want, right? Yeah. It was a roadblock as a headache. It's go on YouTube and you'll see it. You have to wait till you can click skip ad. You don't want these, but Pinterest does the, does a good job of actually bringing you ads that you want to see that are useful. Uh, really cool. Great business model. Yeah. So for the 2023 predictions that we made, just recapping, we made three of those bold calls in November of 22. Coinbase went up 281%. Hims went up 41%. Pinterest went up 48%. Overall, just a grand slam home run type of year. Now, Landon, let's get into, we had another one. Let's get into the next segment here where we're going to talk about our 2024 predictions. Sure. So it's a bit, you talked about, we made the, those predictions that we just talked about were in November. We also made another one in February that was around Bitcoin. And February at that time, I was trading 24,000, I believe, somewhere yeah. right above $24,000. And I think I was calling for it to triple in 2023. We didn't quite get there, but we basically doubled. As we're closing out 2023, it got up to around 45,000, 44,000. So just a little bit under a double. And I'll tell you what, I'm keeping this one on my 2024 prediction list. I think we'll see $100,000 this year. Before and some. So I think we'll test it. Now, if we get to 99 and a half, I'm, I'm counting that as a win because I think there's going to be some technical stuff. There's going to be some sell orders, just like we saw sell orders at 69,420. There's numbers that um, are going to be on people's minds. But I definitely think we'll see all time highs over 69. And I wouldn't be surprised if we hit 100. I have to agree with you. You've got all these catalysts. Now, I don't think that the ETF, the spot ETF approvals is going to be the catalyst that everybody expects because I think everybody's bought in expecting that. I feel like that's baked into the cake. So I actually think we could see a pullback on ETF approvals. This is my really detailed prediction. Pullback on ETF uh, approval to sell the news phenomenon. I think that'll be a great entry price for Bitcoin long-term for people. And I agree with you. I think the other catalysts that are coming, you've got the halving where it becomes twice as hard for the miners to earn the rewards and, and all of that stuff with Bitcoin. That's always been pretty bullish. But I also just get this real palpable sense that there is a an, an acceptance of Bitcoin as the digital gold standard. Yep. <clears throat> And that there was a recent accounting board ruling that said that Bitcoin can be treated as an asset in real time on the balance sheet, updated to spot prices so that it, it didn't ever trigger, it will never trigger an event for a company where they have to take a distressed asset loss on their income statement because they own this asset. It's an asset just like any other currency on their balance sheet that they can just mark up or down when they feel like it and keep it uh, real time. That's a huge deal for institutional adoption of this. And and then you've got the ETF and you've got the having and you've got that accounting board thing. 
And so what that tells me, Landon, I think that you could start to see pension funds starting to buy into the Bitcoin ETFs. I think you could start to see big companies with billions of dollars of cash on their balance sheet start to say, you know what, maybe we should hold some Bitcoin as a second currency on our balance sheet. I think there's a lot of opportunities for major institutional adoption. I agree. I agree. And the more inflation that we see, the more that those conversations are going to start uh, happening in in the finance rooms of, of big companies, 100%. Yep. And so real quick, Landon, I want to go into our next week is going to be earnings preview week at Like Folio. And you know you know, huge season coming up. Q1 is always just massive opportunities. So the one thing, Landon, I want you to just summarize really quickly. What's the one thing you learned from 2023's earnings seasons that you're going to take or we're going to apply in 2020? Sure. You know what? It, it, it was very obvious that price action and expectations play a huge role going into earnings. We've always, obviously, we've always accounted for how the, what the price has done, what expectations are. But it was very obvious this last quarter. One instance I can think of was Target versus Walmart. Their stock charts couldn't look any different going into that. Target's was low, Walmart's was high. And the earnings reports that they each put out were pretty similar, frankly. But because the expectations were low for Target, they rallied and high for Walmart, they sold off. So it's something that our, our AI system has identified. We've seen it anecdotally. It's definitely going to be a much bigger factor in our formulas moving forward. Yeah, that was kind of the pinnacle example of that was that Target versus Walmart. Because like you said, they basically put out the same report, good report, not great. And Walmart, when they put theirs out, the stock went down big. When Target put theirs out, the stock went up big and it was 100% because the bar for Target was set down here really low yep. and the bar for Walmart was really high in terms of Wall Street expectations. And so one of them made it over the bar and the other one didn't, even though they jumped the same height. That makes sense. I mean, if you're thinking about investing in, in two different companies, let's say they're identical companies, one costs twice as much as the other, You're and they put out a report, you're more likely to buy the lower one, right? It's just a better yeah. value. And so- yeah. Uh, there's some value coming into the formulas as well. But yeah, that's, I think, huge. But I, I will just say overall, Q1 is, it's the earnings season, right? If you're going to play earnings at all, it should be Q1 because that's the one you're getting all the fourth quarter numbers coming in, all the retailers, all the Christmas data. So it's, I'm very excited. I can't wait. Yeah, Q1 is going to be huge for earnings. It's going to be a huge opportunity. Next week on the podcast, we will go deep into earnings predictions for Q1. How, some educational how to play this stuff with as little risk as possible and defined risk. And we put up some gains last year that were 100%, 300%. I think we had some even four or five times your money in, in basically just a few days. We're going to show you how we do that. We're going to talk about how we do that and make sure that you're prepared for earnings season because I think it could be the biggest one and the biggest opportunities we've had in a long time. We'll see you next week, Landon. Great stuff. Great calls from 2023. We still, I still, I think all four of those, Bitcoin, yeah. Coinbase, Hims, and Pinterest, let's just keep rolling. We've got gains. Let's let winners win and keep those it. in our pocket. But we will see you 
next week and look forward to that. Thanks, Landon. Thanks, guys.